This is an A Foot in the Box book update. And now, please rise for the singing of our Welcome everyone to a special episode of our podcast. My name is Peter Elliott. And I'm Paul Elliott. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Like we mentioned in our previous episode, uh, this year we are not doing a weekly uh, podcast, but instead we are writing a book. So every so often, uh, I think we will hop on the microphones and give you an update on that book writing process. And on opening day, we announced that we were doing the book and gave a little bit uh, of information about the process for writing that book. Um, but this is the first actual update we've been we've um, given on the podcast. And so, it should be a quick little episode here. We might talk a little bit about current events in baseball, um, but mainly we just want to give you an update on how the book is going and what the topic is. We've officially decided on a topic. And uh, maybe give some ways that you listeners can help us out. Uh, so I guess, I guess first up, uh, the topic for the book. Paul, uh, how would you best describe the book if if you said, uh, uh, Kate, uh, honey, um, happy Mother's Day. Uh, we've decided what book we're writing. Peter and I have decided what book we're writing. <laughs> and she said, oh, what's the topic? What would you what would because, you say? Because our book flows so naturally after uh, Happy Mother's Day. Um I would say hello to all our listeners. It's been a while. I would say our book is a historical uh analysis of how baseball has intersected with key events in both um US history and world history. Uh now when you say intersected I think more it responded. So I think it's both. Um, how it's uh, impacted the country and the world following these significant world and national events, but also how baseball itself was impacted by those events. Yep. And I'm thinking we'll end up focusing more on the second part of that, how baseball was impacted. Sure. I think there are certain times where, like 9-11, for instance, I think, did play a part in helping the country respond to a world event mm-hmm. uh, or to a national event. But I think most of the time baseball plays the role of, you know, reacting to the event. An innocent bystander. But I guess we'll see. Maybe that'll be part of the um, uh, kind of research project for us is yep. seeing um, the role those two play with each other. So, yeah, that's the topic, how baseball has um, responded or how how huge uh, events in uh, 1800s, 1900s, 2000s, how those have intersected, as Paul mm-hmm. said, with the game of baseball. And uh, the origin for the for this idea, I think, came from the Field of Dreams epic monologue that we played on uh, the opening day podcast when Terrence Mann says that America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. Um, something about a blackboard that's erased again. But America has marked the time 
Baseball has marked the time. Uh, yeah, baseball has marked the time. And so um, the idea that baseball has withstood all of these events and still exists mm-hmm. is um, a cool thing. And so that's kind of where the idea started, and then we really liked it and liked the um, the way that we could write about several different events and it, it uh, seemed like a, a more manageable book mm-hmm. for us to write. Yeah, we have, I would say, any like 10 to 12 topics that we could uh, focus on and a few that we feel really good about. But if By topics, are, you mean events. Events, yeah. yeah. But if there are kind of under-the-radar events that we wouldn't think of, so obviously not like World War One, World War Two. but if there's <laughs> something that you think is really interesting or you've read about, um, you can tweet at us, email us, um, let us know. Yeah, I think the no-brainers are... 9-11 and the two world wars those pop out great depression yeah and we've got a, li- a list of you know several others but if there is an event that, that you're interested in or that you know baseball had a big part in um how the country responded or that the, that this event really impacted baseball let us know uh tweet us at a foot in the box or email us foot in the box at gmail.com um yeah so that's that's you know, one way you can help us out. Uh, I guess the other way to help us out would be just to uh, continue to follow this podcast feed and follow us on Twitter as uh, as we give updates going forward. The plan right now is to spend a few weeks um, writing a test chapter um, about one of these events and seeing how it goes. The plan right now is a bit unique in terms of how we're breaking up the chapters. I this is Peter speaking, we'll be writing more of the, oh, like textbook, Wikipedia style. The, ent- the nuts and bolts, if you Yeah, will. just the facts, maybe what you would expect from this sort of book. I'll be writing that, you know, several pages worth of, of information and presenting it in a, maybe, maybe things you hadn't heard of before. But then Paul is going to tackle it from a way different lens. Yeah, I'll be writing a poem for each historical. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm really intrigued by the narrative nonfiction uh, genre. So like Eric Larson, Devil in the White City, uh, that sort of a a look back at history. So I'm going to attempt, we'll see how this goes. So what's the difference between narrative nonfiction and historical fiction? So historical fiction is uh, not true. Based on true events, but the actual stories. But what you're writing about, these what you're going to describe is also not true. I mean, it could certainly morph into uh, to fiction, but the hope would be we would have enough nuts and bolts, key facts that I could build a, a narrative out of it. I kind of go inside a character. So yeah, you're, I w- right, you're writing from the perspective of an ind- individual in that correct. time period. Correct. Yep. We'll see how it goes. Um, this whole process is fairly fluid, so we'll see after this test chapter. But yeah, that's the hope. Yeah. So I guess. For example, the chapter about 9-11, it would be... Um, George know, W. Bush standing <laughs> on top of the rubble, uh, speaking to the masses. So my 10-pager or so would be about um, the things you would see in like a 30 for 30 about it or some of the, the interesting nuggets you would find from like Wikipedia or something like that. But um, well-researched kind of overview of, of how baseball intersected with 9-11. And then Paul would write from the specific viewpoint 
of someone like George Wish, apparently. Uh, or someone, yeah. Yeah. I think will, th- it, will, it, will it always be someone we know about, or could it be like a fireman? Uh, that's a good question. Could it be a random New York City. Who knows once I start uh, yeah, digging in. Right now you're thinking that it would be someone that we do know. Yeah, given limitations on uh, this not being our full-time job, <laughs> I would imagine it will be someone we know. Okay. <sighs> yeah, so that's the plan. Let us know what you think. First um, 10 people to give their Kickstarter, get a f- the first free chapter of the book. Yeah, if you do help us out in the process, uh, we'll we'll send you a book. So uh, Just to clarify, there's no Kickstarter. Yeah, no Kickstarter, but um, if you give us your input, encourage us along the way, you'll receive a free book. And we don't have a title yet, so I guess if people want to give us a title, they could do that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, that does it for the book update. We'll probably talk again in a few weeks, um, sometime in June. Uh, Paul, do you have any thoughts on uh, the current events in baseball? I was afraid you were going to ask that. We're recording Um, this on Monday, May 14th, mm -hmm. just for some context. uh, Cubs just took two out of three from the White Sox. White Sox are uh, the worst team in baseball, record-wise. Yes, if not. One of the worst. Yeah. To be honest, uh, between work and um, kind of obsessing over Illinois baseball, my fandom of Major League Baseball has waned this year. Um, It's good we stopped the podcast. (laughs) Yes. Well, it goes hand in hand, I think, without having to prepare for a podcast each week. There hasn't been like something built. The intersection of Paul's fandom. (laughs) but yeah, so I've I've been more focused on college baseball. But uh, in terms of MLB, Aaron Judge is great again. I just read an article that he's hitting breaking balls now, mm-hmm. which is scary. Um, yeah, in general, I think the Yankees' uh, dominance, and then um, opposite of that, the the Dodgers um, uh, being awful. I think kind of the mm-hmm. two main storylines that I've been intrigued by. And then, I guess o- Otani, how he's dominated. Yeah, both and James, James and Paxton. Yeah, I mean, there's already been what two, three no hitters already this year. Mm-hmm. So I think just one. I still cringe every time I see someone throw a no hitter, um, because I get worried that you're going to ask me any uh, trivia questions about no hitters. <laughs> yeah, I, there weren't too many no hitters the three years that we did the podcast. I guess it was more perfect games that you would quiz me about. <laughs> Arietta's through one Chris Heston I think the only one in 2016 and I think last year Edison Volquez threw one um, but yeah I don't think there was there was too many uh, you have any thoughts on baseball beyond those two yeah I think um, like I said Otani and the Angels Trout being really good to start the year is a lot of fun today the the news broke about the whole Supreme Court betting on sports being legal or it's up to the states to decide. And um, I think that could play um, a pretty big role in not so much more people gambling. I guess maybe maybe a few more people will, will gamble. But um, if there's a way for the, the leagues to profit off that, um, I hmm. think that will be a pretty big shift. So if there's like a revenue stream from gambling for Major League Baseball, um, that could be a pretty big shift. What I'm becoming increasingly like uh, interested in is uh, 
how awful the 2015 MLB draft class was compared to previous draft classes. I think we took it for granted, like with the Seegers and the Bryants of the world, that it was just a given. But if you look at some of the, the studs taken in 2015, I mostly uh, am interested because the White Sox at Carson Fulmer, and he's been the worst pitcher in baseball this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, I think that was the year the Cubs took uh, Ian Happ. Mm-hmm. Hap's been probably the best, but you yeah, have but that's, that's pretty D- Dansby Swanson, disappointment for the Braves, um, and uh, Tyler J, who was right after uh, mm-hmm. Fulmer, who's also been a disappointment. So it's just, um, yeah, the draft is still a crapshoot and doesn't give me a ton of confidence that uh, the White Sox pick this year or next year will be um, be like an automatic all-star. Yep, yeah, there was a good run of uh, instant impact guys in the draft. Uh, Corey Seager, out for the year with Tommy John. That was pretty devastating. Um, Kershaw's on the DL. I'm trying to think of other big injuries. Um, Pujols got to 3,000 hits. Mm-hmm. We would have definitely talked about that. I'm trying to think if there's any other big... Um, well, you have the most recent um, bizarre news. MLB cracking down on Ben Zobris's, uh <laughs> cleats, which I think is bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think it kind of shows. Uh, I mean, Manfred's done a pretty good job, but I feel like he's just there's always a weird decision like lurking, hmm. or some sort of. He kind of keeps people's on the, people on their toes, and uh, like, um, you know, like a pitch clock is probably coming next year. Mm-hmm. See, like working they, in a corporate environment, though, I'm. I'm intrigued by like the process for decision making. You really think this one came to him and he said, "Yep, signing off. We got to crack down on Zobrist." No, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they have conversations about uniforms and stuff in the off season, but I think Zobrist's cleats look great. Yeah, no, it's a stupid decision. Um, there's just there's a lot of things. Grant Brisby wrote about this in April. There's there was like a a, a list of things that MLB is considering. The list he was talking about was from a couple of years ago, but a lot of them have come true. And there's just a lot of weird ones. And with strikeouts increasing at a crazy high clip every single year, it just seems like there might be some drastic changes or something might... They're, they're, baseball could change in in more drastic ways than I want in the mm-hmm. near future. Yeah. And then all of the rainouts in April, people got talking about a shorter season. Why are we playing these games? Uh, attendance is way down because of all the bad weather. And so uh, I just don't trust Manfred to kind of right the ship hmm. through, through those things without doing something really weird or controversial. Yeah, we'll see. But baseball will endure. Yeah. And all the more reason to look back on baseball's history in America. All right. Um, well... Uh, Illinois is headed into its last regular season series of the year. Probably need to take two out of three from Nebraska, who is towards the bottom of the Big Ten, to make the mm-hmm. NCAA tournament. Is that accurate, yeah, Paul? I'd say take two out of three, and then it wouldn't hurt to win a game in the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm. And then they will most likely lose. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, the bummer of it all. It's different than the NCAA tournament in basketball. Um, you really have no chance of going very far. Oh, well. Yep. What, the Illinois first baseman, for those that aren't aware, came out of nowhere this year, 
mostly due to him changing his contact lenses. Um, he is first this year, single season slugging percentage in NCAA history, which is insane. Wow. And, um, yeah, nearing the top in like home runs in Illinois history and things like that. All right. Well, until next time, uh, it's been fun. Again, reach out to us. Let us know uh, what world events you want us to cover or if you have a title for our book. I think that does it. Paul, it's been fun. And uh, let's let's, uh, get to writing. Sounds great. Remember to keep a foot in the box.